This is Ordinal's Learn Space with Ordinal and Friends, and we are here to learn about the brand new world of Ordinal's. Let's go. You know, one Bitcoin is one Bitcoin. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, they're, they're not distinguishable from, uh, from each other. Um, and what Ordinal theory does is, is adding a layer, um, you know, a lens on top of Bitcoin that allows you to look at every single unit of a Bitcoin. The, you know, each Bitcoin is um, divided into 100 million uh, subunits called Satoshis. Um, and ordinal theory assigns a serial number to each single Satoshi that exists. Um, so the very first Satoshi that was created with the Genesis block uh, gets serial number zero. Mm -hmm. second one in that block gets serial number two and so forth. So that's one important part of our ordinal theory. The mm -hmm. second important part of ordinal theory is then, you know, what happens when Bitcoins are transferred? Let's track, let's pretend that these Satoshis, as they go through transactions, um, keep the numbers that they were assigned. And let's mm -hmm. track these numbers along with all the inscriptions. And that allows you to have... Um, you know, a system where every single Satoshi can be tracked. They, they essentially become non-fungible. They're, yeah. they're all distinguishable now. And you can track them along with, with any kind of normal Bitcoin transaction. Mm -hmm. um, and that is kind of, th that is the part that, that allows you to track ownership of, um, of, of Satoshis initially. Um, but then combined with the second, uh, you know, kind of this, the second important aspect of inscribing, um, you get the, 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 the property that you can actually transfer ownership of an inscription. Okay. So you, so ordinal theory, so before ordinal theory, uh, there wasn't any kind of identification for individual Satoshis and ordinal theory essentially gave this serial number, which you could identify a Satoshi and therefore have this non-fungibility um, and the the second point you mentioned is that we can also track ownership of these yeah. individual resources. I mean, there's an, yeah, there, there's a, yeah, that's 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 right. There's an interesting twist here. So so if you go back in Bitcoin history and through like very early Bitcoin uh, talk forum posts, like this almost exactly the scheme that that Casey came up uh, with last year, which he called ordinal theory has been discovered uh, before, I think at least twice um, independently, but it never got anywhere. Because if you think about it, this idea of just numbering the Satoshis and tracking movement of these Satoshis, it's a very, you know, it's kind of a very obvious, kind of elegant, simple concept. And and so, so Casey likes to say he rediscovered it. Um, he didn't invent it, but he rediscovered it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've got ordinal theory then, and then how do we get to ordinals, which which people are calling Bitcoin NFTs? So how do we get to Bitcoin NFTs from this theory? Yeah. So the part that's missing is uh, okay. So how do I actually get my uh, you know get uh, how do I actually get my artwork um, you know kind of um, uh, associated with these uh, with these ordinal numbers uh, with these satoshis that we talked about and. 
um, how do we even get the artwork on on Bitcoin itself, right? Remember, we discussed that that one of the design goals here was to have the actual art on chain. So, and this is um, this is building um, upon a few um, you know properties of Bitcoin, um, and and essentially what we're doing here is we are we are using standard Bitcoin transactions um, to store data on the bitcoin blockchain in mm -hmm. you know in in what looks like just a very large but completely standard um bitcoin transaction mm -hmm. and then associate that data with um one of these ordinal numbers one of these ordinals that we discussed so um this is what we call inscribing you take a piece of data this is you know in many cases this is an image this can also be an html file this can be a text file mm -hmm. uh, this can be a movie uh, file um, you, you take that data you inscribe it that means you put it into a in a very in a special way into a bitcoin transaction or a set of bitcoin transactions to be more precise and then associate it at the same time with an ordinal and then it's inscribed on the Bitcoin blockchain forever. Um, and you, you can then use the, uh, the, the, the ordinal number to transfer ownership of that, uh, of that piece of data. Oh, and what kind of files are already on chain now? Yeah, so we have about, uh, we have a good 21 million different files. Um, and and the, the, the file formats range from, you know, text files, JSON files, uh, image files, and all sorts of formats, um, you know, MP4 video files, uh, HTML, JavaScript, um, you name it. I think almost, you know, I mean, you know, kind of from a, from a technical perspective, anything goes like any any binary you know any data that that you can you know any data that you can store is is is, is possible to to put into an inscription mm -hmm. like if you wanted to to be viewable in in, in any of the standard uh, explorers for for ordinals then you know there's a set of i don't know 15 20 different um you know um so-called mime types um that, that are supported in most platforms and, and marketplaces and, and so mm -hmm. forth. Um, and that's what the majority, uh, what the majority of these is. There's a few technical limitations in terms of file size is the most important one. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in a standard Bitcoin transaction, you can encode up to 400 kilobytes. Um, so that's a, uh, that's, that's a limit of how mm -hmm. much you can put into a single inscription. There is a, way around this like you know the, the maximum theoretically that you can put in and practically that you can put into a bitcoin block is uh is, is, is four megabytes roughly four mm -hmm. megabytes um but that you can't relay that through the normal bitcoin network you need to work with a miner directly to get uh to get a transaction of that size mined a few people have done these four megas as they're called um mm -hmm. where you where you take uh you know like a very large uh, image, four megabyte JPEG, for example, and mm -hmm. um, and and essentially use a whole block for one inscription. It's a bit right. of a flex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so any any file type can go on, but explorers will only recognize a, a certain subset of those at this moment. And we're also working with like limitations of the chain itself in terms of you know single inscriptions 
being 400 kilobytes or less, unless you're working with a miner where you can get up to four megabytes. Um, and and we'll, uh, we'll go over the inscribing process in another podcast, but um, I think that's a, a good kind of summary of, of some of those parameters. Just wanted to finish off with, um, so I know Casey calls ordinals or ordinal inscriptions. He also uses the term digital artifacts. And, and I, I guess I just wanted to look at that last idea of what a digital artifact is and what makes them so special. Yeah, so, so digital artifacts is a term that, that Casey coined. Um, and, and, you know, when, when he started thinking about this, right, like the, I've used these air quotes around Bitcoin NFTs, uh, you know, and, and, and the reason is that, like, we, we're trying to, or the, the ordinals are an attempt to build something that is both simpler, but also has kind of all of the essential properties that, we think you you want for for you know for a for a collectible for a for an artifact and the the inspiration for this is 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 from you know the the world of physical artifacts right you know mm-hmm. like uh, you know casey has this in the in the ordinal theory handbook there's this um comparison to a rare coin you know that you um that you have hidden somewhere and that you know you can hold in your hand so it has an owner um you know it's complete there, there's no missing parts right it's it's the coin and if you have the coin then you have the entire coin and uh you know by by having possession of it you're the only one who can change it and that's kind of the idea here is to um to to transfer this into the digital world and so so the definition that casey has come up with for a digital artifact is um you know they they, they need to have a few properties they need to be able to, there needs to be a concept of ownership mm. right so you need you need some way to assign an owner to it and have a shared understanding of uh, of ownership of these these artifacts the artifacts need to be complete in itself mm. um which is an important distinction to to many nfts where you know you just have a pointer to an off-chain uh, to an off-chain piece of data um they need to be permissionless so and 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 that, that that you know there's there's a number of things uh, that that go along with that. For example, uh, royalties um, that that require you to um, you know to pay a royalty to someone, um, you know, doesn't make this a permissionless system. So um, within Casey's definition of of a digital artifact is is this idea of needs to be completely permissionless, cannot mm. be royalties or, or or similar things. Then the, the, the censorship resistance is important. Um, like, you know, one, one, one uh, benefit you have of having like the complete, uh, this, this completeness property is that also once it's on chain, no one can change, you know, an entry in a database somewhere and say, oh, um, this image has now changed or the ownership has now changed, right? So mm-hmm. it needs to be, um, uh, you know, digital artifacts. You know, for example, you couldn't store just in a centralized database because then anyone could uh, anyone could censor them. Okay. And then the last piece of immutability um, that, that there cannot be a way to 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 alter these uh, these artifacts. Those are the five properties that, that make up a digital artifact. And I think some of them you you can see like you know you 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 kind of automatically get because. Uh, um, 
ordinals are built on Bitcoin and Bitcoin brings you this immutability, uncensorability, permissionless mm -hmm. nature. Um, and, and, and kind of what, what ordinates are adding is this concept of ownership and this concept of bringing the art on chain.